Skirt, skirt. Welcome to the Dirt Alert. We have something very special for you this week. Yeah, something very special. In a Charlotte special Burger. Kind of situation. Charlotte Burger is here with me. I know we're in the same room. In the same room. In the same city. In, in the, the same, New York. At the same table. At the same table in the same <laughs> hour. Yeah, actually, time zone. The same. Same time zone. The same time, time zone. Everything is, everything is the I'm same. I'm not like two hours behind. Yeah, yeah, so Charlotte lives in Boulder, Colorado. And yes. well, we're on year ish to Colorado. I don't care. She basically lives in Boulder, Colorado. Yeah, I, I, yeah. And we um, realized that the air quality in Boulder, Colorado was um, much worse than the air quality in New York City, which. Seems ironic, but um, it isn't but because it is Colorado is on fire. So <laughs> Wait, she's here with so us. Bizarre. It should be worse in New York, but it's not. You would think, but you step in here and you're like, ah, oh, smog, uh, fresh smog. Fresh smog. Instead I of like, fresh ash in my lungs. Fresh ash in your lungs. Like, literally, I would, like, it was like last week, I'd walk outside and then I would just be like, tears. Tears in my eyes. Tears. What was that? Like, what did that feel like? Did it, was it like rocks in your eyes type of thing? It, no, it's like really dry. It's like, it's like it's like particulates. It's like um, it's not like rocks in my eyes. Like you no, know you know that I'm feeling talking? though that I'm talking about. Yes, like grittiness. Yeah. No, it's not like that. It's like um, it's like the air is just a very like acidic almost. Ew. It's kind of weird. It's kind of a weird vibe. Well, anyway, now she can breathe the same it. smog as us. I know. As I me. love it, and the water is so much better here. Let me put that out there. Yeah, she's. I've been talking about how much it's so much. Better. As someone who has lived on the East Coast, I don't think I understand how how lucky I have been to to always have <laughs> northeast water. Um, northeast water because, is so nice. <laughs> because then I have all these friends from not the northeast who come and they're like, New York water. And I'm like, water. Water. <laughs> water. Well, if you know anything about New York water, it's because it's naturally filtered, baby. From the Catskills themselves. Mm-hmm. From the Catskills, the trees filter it. And that's why there's like all these like regulations on like what you can do up there because you can't disturb the trees. No tree they must disturbance. Be but then you go to Colorado and they're like, disturb all the trees you want. Yeah, just burn, burn them down if burn you want. Burn them down, baby. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not at all what we say, but yes. Fire burning on the dance floor. Sean Kingston yes. sang it in you the 2000s. The fire is getting slightly better because there was a lot of snow, but like they're still pretty bad. So I'm excited, not excited, to go back and see like what the air quality is like because we don't know. Yeah, because she's just breathing in the smog these days. I know. So speaking of these days, speaking of these days, <laughs> speaking of these days, so these days, it is currently for all those people listening to this when we're you know famous in the future. So it is famous. currently November fourth, twenty twenty. Yes. Which means it is one day after November 3rd, 2020. Which is, um, if you don't know, is a Tuesday. <laughs> it is, is it the first Tuesday in the month of November. <laughs> and what happens on this wonderful, beautiful... First Tuesday in the month of November. Well, it happened to be the United States of America presidential election. Yeah, it was the midterm election, specifically. And, um, it's it's going... <laughs> It's go- it's still going. It's it is still, still going. going. And, and it's still very undecided. Still super undecided. Like we don't know what's going on, do we? We don't know what's we don't really know what's going on, but furthermore, once we do kind of figure out what's going on, it's just all going to fall apart again. And we still have more problems. I feel like yeah. I don't know. I have opinions about what's going to happen after this oh, because well, I mean, still it's so uncertain. 
Like it's so uncertain. So we're, we're, what we were, we're talking come about. Come on, earlier, Nevada! Come on, Nevada! <laughs> what we were talking about earlier is Nevada looks looks like it's leaning blue right now. It does. does. It does. It mm, yeah. But as of right now, they've only reported seventy five percent of yeah, the think, votes, and yes, they're leaning blue, but by point six percent or something very very slim. <sighs> if Biden takes Nevada, it's over. It's done. Well, we okay. We will. If, if Biden much. takes Nevada and Michigan and Wisconsin and all those other, like, and those states up there, and those are all, like, Trump doesn't make those recount or whatever. Mm-hmm. But honestly, well, then Biden, then Trump can't get to 270. Biden no, wins. And then we go from there. Um, Trump is doing something interesting, though. Trump is filing a lawsuit against Georgia. He's right filing now. a lawsuit against Georgia, and also I'm pretty sure they're doing like multiple lawsuits against different states. I mean, they're definitely asking for recounts in Wisconsin, Michigan, Michigan. Nevada, but Georgia. Nevada is, hasn't even counted yet. Yeah, I know. Okay, uh, maybe not Nevada, but I'm sure they will. I'm sure they'll be like, hey, oh, they'll be that, they'll fucking freaking sorry fans. Wanna? <laughs> <laughs> no one cares. Wanna? <laughs> they're gonna wanna like recount. Fucking Massachusetts. Like, I know. They'll want to recount, like, literally states that were decided, like, ages ago. Um, yeah. But anyway, Recounting Montana is not going to get us anywhere. I'm just putting that out there. Like, what about Wyoming? Just go for Wyoming. Just recount Wyoming. Recount Wyoming. If you want to put effective. your resources into recounting a state, recount what? South Dakota. Just South put, Dakota. Put your money into <laughs> Mount Rushmore. and It's already controversial enough. Yeah, and, just uh, do it. Just, uh, just send it. But with Georgia, he is filing suit against Georgia. Well, not him specifically, but I think what I believe is he filing, What is he filing suit He's against? filing suit for, like, miscounting of votes. It's a bit more complicated than that, and I'm not super versed on it, but I know that he's filing suit against a specific county, and I'm pretty sure it's Atlanta. In I think I, it's like the, in, in the Atlanta region. And I'm pretty sure it's about, um, yeah, Abby's looking it up, but we're um, miscounting votes and, like, some sort of, like, inequity with that and, like, mishandling of votes. There's this kind of, like, whole, I'm pretty sure I read an account of this poll watcher who, like, saw some votes being handled, mishandled, and I, like, what the fuck does that, like, what does that mean? What does mishandling mean? What does mishandling votes mean? Um, Well, darling, it means that someone was handling the votes. Um, doing it incorrectly. They were <laughs> they were you... wrongly holding um, some ballots, actually. They were just, like, holding it by, like, their pinky and their, like... No, no, see, they weren't using the pinky. It was uh... too proper, and Trump doesn't want it proper. <laughs> yeah. proper. The pinky was raised. <laughs> the pinker was raised, yeah. The pinky was raised. But, no, so, yeah, he's... Trump is doing a lot of work to try to win. Um, at this point, it's... Oh, oh, lawsuit alleges that Republican Observer watched a poll worker in Chatham County take, wait for it, 53, not 53,000, not 53 million, 53, just 5-3, we're in the double digits right now, unprocessed absentee ballots from a back room and mixed them into processed absentee ballots waiting to be tabulated. So Trump is currently filing a lawsuit. Um, This is according to uh, 11alive.com. Uh, not, not, I don't know what that is, but the other the other options that I could click on were Fox News, and I didn't want to do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, Georgia. So, Georgia. So, you just heard that. So, so, the poll watcher, this, this is really, like, up to 
interpretation, because the poll watcher could have seen this, could have not seen that. It's yeah. Wait, hold on. Are you suggesting that things in American politics are up to interpretation? Why? And that they aren't, like, totally logical and just make sense that the whole population has many laws um, theoretically should. Nothing makes sense here. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> literally? Literally, I am studying organic chemistry and physics, and um, that makes a lot more sense than this shit. Oh my god. <laughs> it's actually true, though. Like, the this election is making, like, I don't know, the way that states do different, like, every state has a different, like, voting thing. It has, a di like, different measures, different things. Like, I don't know. But... I don't know what you mean, either. No, okay. <laughs> different, like, each state has their own, like, way of, like, um... Own, like rules about polling places and then like I don't know my experience with voting has like been that. go to polls vote mm -hmm. go home post on Instagram that you voted mm -hmm. tell other people to vote in that same post and then go on with your day Honestly, why does why why is that not what it just is like why like let me know mm -hmm. I mean like fine if you don't want to get yourself an Instagram account that's all on you you don't have to post it. Maybe you don't want to. You don't want to have a social media presence. You know. You, you know. Like I that. I understand it. You know, you're missing out on some beautiful videos of dogs in panda bear suits, but you know that's on you. And, dogs in panda suits. And we live in a free country, and you know I'm not going to make you. Oh my well, God. we should probably make. Our, we should. What is it? Memes are. Memes are. <laughs> memes are. Yeah, shameless promotion for memes are. Uh, <laughs> memes are does not need a shameless promotion through us, but yes, I understand. Memes are is a good meme account. Dogs or like in panda bear Scooby Doo fruit, fruit snacks or whatever. Oh, Scooby Doo fruit. graham crackers. Anyway, so yeah, no voting is weird. We also understand that like you're tired, we're tired. Bitch, I waited in line for we four all fucking tired. hours. Don't don't at me on this. This is line. like a super emotionally stressful time, and like you know we get that because like we've also been super emotionally stressed. Like I think last night I ate it, like stress ate like an entire bag of candy corn. <laughs> Okay, I've done so many worse things than that. <laughs> and that's, like, not great, because that's a lot of fucking sugar. Have you ever had candy corn? Like, that's all sugar. Yeah, but it's real fucking tasty. <sighs> also, um, <laughs> shameless promotion for uh, Dwayne Reed by Walgreens. Harvest mix, autumn mix, autumn mix, brachas, autumn mix, with tax, rocks, whatever, Brox. with tax, with Brox. so uh, <laughs> as I was saying, with tax, ninety-seven cents, ninety-seven cents, ninety-seven cents, a big, big ass bag, big ass bag. Okay, it's not a big, it's a big bag actually. I got, I, I got to agree with her. It's a big bag. It's not small. But we understand these stressful times. So this show is going to be mainly music for the second half. We're going to talk for a little bit. And we thought it would benefit people, like, you know, just to break down different, like, the different climate plans, what each presidency will, like, what Biden aims to do with climate, what Trump has done for the climate, which, let me tell you, I searched we have been looking. and far. We were like, maybe we can find, like, some sort of, like, loophole to be like, Oh, Trump did this thing, and then it was good for the environment. You know what we came up with? You know what we came up with? We came up with, you know, Trump has probably killed a lot of people, and less people is really good for Mother Nature. Yeah, population <laughs> control, baby. I, yeah, I mean, I mean, like, if COVID is good for anything, it is allowing the trees to breathe. So that is what, that is the loophole that we so came that's, up with. So that's what happened. So basically. So other than that, what has Trump not done? <laughs> oh my God, dude, I can, there's a laundry list. So New York Times is a great resource for this because they have a running list 
of all the environmental rules that Trump has reversed and fact checked, rolled backed everything, it rolled rolled backed, rolled, rolled back, rolled back. <laughs> and all the things that We've are had in some progress. Drinks. It's been a long night. <laughs> so like, okay, let me just break it down for you. I'm gonna go through this article and like educate y'all about this, but like, it's sad. I understand that this is already a depressing time. Skip through this part if you don't want to be depressed. But it's I don't know. But the lights, the the upside to this is that I'm going to talk about Biden's plan after that. And honestly, it's trending towards Biden, so I'm going to just assume. Yeah, stop that, that, stop that, that, stop that. that. (laughs) Basically, 72 former environmental rules have been rolled back throughout the Trump Sorry, how many? Wait, actually, no. 99 total rollbacks. How many? 72 are completed. 72. So, 72. So I didn't even, like, until doing this, you know, very and brief research. it breaks research, it down into which categories. Anyway, continue. Until doing this brief research, I didn't even know that there were 72 climate laws to To be break. honest, neither did I. It's, like, very extensive. So, okay, air pollution and emissions, 21. No, 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 don't be silly. Uh, carbon doesn't exist. Carbon doesn't emissions exist. are we don't, real. We don't. Anthropogenic climate change doesn't exist. What? No, 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 <laughs> it's, it's, just a, it's just a hoax. Carbon, not real. We are carbon? not carbon-based like No, no. We've been told mm-hmm. that. Drilling and extraction, which is basically oil, is 11. 11 of those rules have been rolled back, like, regulating that. Fracking, baby. I know. Oh, my God. Hell, okay. Actually, pause. <laughs> no, we can, we can go on tangents. As, as, <laughs> well, too late. As someone from Colorado. Yes. A place where fracking is far Prolific. more, far more relevant than it oh, is yeah. in, um, say, the city of New York and yeah. or Boston. Yeah. Uh, my experience. Yes. Tell us about fracking, please. Okay, so do you want me to give you a definition of hydraulic fracturing? Tell, or like, tell, tell yeah, so about? start with like a definition and then go into like why it's really fucking bad. Okay, so there's several different types of, it's basically fracking is hydraulic fracturing. That's what it like means in, in, in the term. There's several different types. There's vertical, which is basically where they just drill straight down. But horizontal is the real killer. That's the real one that is the, like, that's the one that's more popular nowadays, and it's, like, not the good one. Um, anyway, so basically what they do is they insert, like, gas or um, the fluid into the bedrock underneath. So they drill pretty far down. I'm not exactly sure. Maybe you can give me some statistics about how far they drill down. But they drill down in Down far drill, enough. And then they drill horizontally so they can get more surface area there. And they inject liquids like a fluid and it's full of chemicals it's full of all these different things that are not you should not be consuming and should not be in the earth in general they inject them into the ground they create cracks in the bedrock into these like um oil these like this shale and like natural gas reservoirs there are these big expansive like reservoirs of this stuff like especially under colorado i don't remember the name but there's this giant one um and the gas seeps through the cracks and back into this little like the little thing, the, the little hole, the tube they drilled, and it goes back out, and they like cap, they they capture it, and they store it in these tanks, um, and it can be like quite a long process. But the pro- why it's bad is that for two main reasons, it can get into the groundwater, which mm-hmm. can affect drinking water. Which it is basically a huge poisons problem. it. It literally is putting huge toxic problem. chemicals. If you okay, there's this great documentary called Gasland. You should 100% watch it if you are interested in this. Um, I'm pretty sure it's called Plot Gasland. Um, but basically in one in like in one um, scene of the documentary, he is emptying water out of his sink through the faucet, and you can t- and like he sets it aside out of the on the side of his sink 
um, and he lets it like sit, and then he come back. He comes back a few hours later, and this this film, this nice little film of oil, right, and like like gas and stuff, right over the top, and he lights it on fire. It's not normal to be able to light your water on fire. Like, I can tell you that you should not be able to burn your water. So, usually, <laughs> usually, like, again, my experience, if I were to, like, say, go camping and, yeah. like, say, make a fire. Yeah. Uh, a controlled fire in which... Yes. Um, <laughs> Very controlled. A controlled fire in do which... Do not light fires in Colorado right now. Please, <laughs> yeah, please don't, please, do please don't light fires in Colorado. <laughs> but, like, in the state of Maine, we'll yeah, say, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm listening to the loons yeah. calling their... You know, whatever. And I'm, you know, roasting my... Roasting my schmellos and, and getting my, my jam on. Yes. Um, Often, you know... I, I was taught, at least, hmm. I should have a bucket of water yeah. next to oh, me no, I know so that going. I can pour water <laughs> to put the fire out. Okay, that yes. is what I have been grown up. So let's say I'm in the beautiful state of Colorado because it is a very beautiful state. Mm-hmm. And I am, I'm camping out in the woods because everyone in Colorado goes camping because, like, Colorado. Yeah. So, you know, we're doing the Colorado thing marijuana and (laughs) that's not everyone does in Colorado yeah okay sure honey (laughs) I know a lot of people from Colorado I know like five (laughs) five people (laughs) and we're all camping and we're like making a fire okay and I and I you know I I was told because you know putting the fire out before you go to bed is always a good thing to do so I I have a bucket of of water next to next to my campfire that I'm roasting my shmellows on imagine Pouring that onto the fire, and I just poured gasoline basically onto fire. Um, it's not just your eyebrows that you will be missing, my darling. You will be missing um life. Yeah, yeah, like, mm, like you will never need to shave your pubes again because not only will they be gone, you will will also be gone. And like, no, and like, okay, so actually, there's three main causes, and there's three main effects. That is one of them: pollution in your water, in your drinking water. Which can cause a myriad of effects. It doesn't just affect drinking water. It can get into your shower water, your bath water. That can cause rashes, itchiness, disease, cancers, stuff like that. Well, it's more... Uncomfort! Uncomfort. And a lot of... Okay, I will say that a lot of... Some of some of these, like, can, cancer-related things is more correlation, not causation. But it is not... Honestly, everything causes not, cancer. It's not, ridiculous, it's not ridiculous to assume that drinking, like, oil and gas would, like, cause problems, you know? like It's, not, ridi- it's not ridiculous <laughs> to to have a hunch that, that perhaps drinking toxins would cause cancer. Like, no. that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, so, because there have been studies that have linked childhood, like, leukemia to, like, fracking locations. And, like, definitely resources on your own. Um, I don't know too much about this, but I've, like, read some studies, and it's, it's linked, but not, like, super closely linked, but anyway, it's something that happens. There are regulations. You can get very sick. There are regulations around fracking that are meant to, you know, regulate it. Obviously, they're regulations, Mm -hmm. but the, the point is that, you know, they're meant to prevent drinking water from being contaminated. Yes. But, A, regulations, no one, like... They don't listen to that. No, like, people don't follow yeah. regulations. That's that's the whole problem. And then, especially like, these big oil and, ca- and gas companies. And like, then additionally, they? there so there have money. been you know, people have tried to make solutions where the you know gases and stuff that they use to like in order to obtain this oil, the gases yeah. and chemicals that they that they use in the fracking process, 
are, you know, they have tried using, like, natural gases and oils yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff that aren't natural as toxic. Natural chemicals and stuff like that. Um, a lot more expensive, and um, those companies who want to be fracking don't want to be They don't want to spend money. the money on that. They, they really don't. And, like, I don't know. I remember, I remember, okay. I do uh, know. I will, I will say, like, okay, let's talk about more about the yeah, sex, but listen. then I have a story, because as a Colorado, a Coloradan, like, Fracking companies will come into your schools and talk to you about fracking and try to sell you on fracking when you're, like, maybe 15. And they're tr- they try to convince you to like fracking, even though you're 15 and you're, like, you have no idea. Like, so when I was is. 15, I had like, a firefighter come to my school. Okay. Actually, I think I was probably <laughs> seven. But he came to my school and told me that if uh, I was ever, like, a part of clothing was on fire, I'd just stop, drop, and roll. Stop, drop, and roll. Yeah. No, so that's, that's my wise. experience with fires. <laughs> <laughs> But, no, like, we had someone come into, like, our high school and, like, give an extensive talk. Like, they were they were alums of the school, so it made a lot of sense. But we had people come into our school and, like, try to convince us to like fracking. And I was like, dude, I don't like fracking. I can tell you why in a second. But fracking also causes other issues. Well, this is basically why. Also causes earthquakes, um, which is a problem. It, it, causes, it causes, causes Yeah, it causes, like, minor... Minor earthquakes. Minor earthquakes, but, like... That is bad. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not good. And, like, you can tell that it's fracking that are causing these earthquake, earthquakes because earthquakes have been happening in areas where earthquakes do not normally happen. Or there are no fault lines. There are no subduction zones. There's no, there's no like, there's no plates moving over each other. And, or earthquakes, each other. and earthquakes that That's are caused right. by, like, oil and gas disposal fields are far more frequent than fracking. But mm. why, why is it okay that we have comparisons like this like why is it okay that we can be like well this method of extracting resources limited resources from the earth is very bad but less earthquakes than this other terrible Terrible thing thing. (laughs) like why do we have this comparison i don't understand it i truly do not understand fracking also okay a hidden but very extremely deadly cause like a Byproduct of fracking is air pollution, methane pollution, methane. No, no, don't, leaks don't be specific. Don't be silly. Methane doesn't exist. You're just carbon, that. carbon emissions aren't real. No, no, no. But methane, methane. Okay, so the, a lot of the times they're like, um, it's either a byproduct or a product that they're seeking. A byproduct of fracking is methane release. Um, a lot of the time there are, there are a lot of regulations on like methane control. Um, and a lot of these fracking companies and like sites have to are supposed to allegedly supposed to like contain that those methane leaks but that is not the case and like this is one of the unseen and more like looked over effects but probably one of the worst effects of fracking is methane pollution and if you know anything about methane and like co2 and like air pollution methane is a lot worse than co2 because it sticks around it does not have the same kind of like it's the same stuff that comes out of the cow's asses the cow poop the cow fart but like in a larger quantity with methane with methane leaks from fracking sites, and it's like it's hidden. Not many people talk about it, but it's like a huge issue. Yeah, um, I, I don't know if like you can give me statistics. Research about. research has linked pollution from research from uh, NRDC.org. Yeah, um, which is like a what does NRDC even stand for? Tell me, National Registry of. I don't want to trust anything national. What does NRDC stand for? NRDC stands for. Sorry, folks. National Resources Defense Council. Oh, that's kind of nice. I like that. Uh, I don't trust anything national these days, but it's okay. (laughs) 
defense. So it, it has it has released studies that have linked pollution from fracking to unhealthy levels of smog and toxic air contaminants. Exposure to this pollution can cause eye, nose, and throat mm-hmm. irritation, along with respiratory illness, central nervous system damage, birth defects, oh my cancer, and yeah. premature death. So basically. It's kind of like the same thing as like drinking toxins. Yeah. <laughs> it's, but, but it, and, it's, and, it's, and I know what you're going to say, folks. Everything causes cancer. True. But this this is this a little is, bit more. <laughs> but it, and it's invisible. So you, like it, you can't you can't see it until the effects start happening. And that's why it's Well, really, you can't see it, but yeah. I have perfect eyesight. And, but, okay. <laughs> 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 I can't come back from that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> You know, Charlotte, Charlotte, you know what it must be like sometimes when I just, like, wake up in the morning and, like, psh, I can see, see everything. I know. I just Dude. open my eyes. I don't even need to, I don't even need to rub You can see the sometimes. methane in the air. And I can, I can see the methane, and I'm telling you now, as a perfect vision individual, as I'm telling you now, fracking is bad. Fracking is bad. No, but it's, like, you can't see it, and so it's hard to, like, same with water, it's water pollution, it's hard to link, um, water, like, fracking and like contaminants with water pollution and air pollution. So a lot of people will suffer from the side effects of living near fracking areas, um, which I'm gonna talk about in a second because I actually live near areas that are gonna be fracked at some point. Um, Bummer. I know, (laughs) I know, big fat bummer. Um, Man, wildfires so you can't breathe and you have to come to New York to smell the smog and fracking, man. Life sucks for you, bitch. Like, even though people bring up, like, civil suits and cases against, like, fracking and they're like, we wanted this banned, like, it's difficult because it's hard to make those links. Those links have been made in the past, like, honestly, hallelujah to that, but, like, it's difficult to litigate for that. Anyway. As I was saying, I live in an area, I live right back up, backed up into an open space, and we have like three different possible fracking sites. So basically they like scout out the area, they do a little drilling, they make sure there's like oil down there. But um, we've had <laughs> there's, like- There's oil left in the world. <laughs> Colorado's had a lot of issues with fracking and stuff because we've, we've gone through like different like, like my, the area, the town that I live in is Lafayette. We've gone through a bunch of like moratoriums on fracking, which means like a ban on fracking. Um, but they've always been lifted because they've always been like temporary and like we've been going back and forth between like having a moratorium and not having a moratorium. So it's like what's a moratorium? It's like a ban on fracking. Um, oh, okay. So basically, like I don't know if those areas behind my house are going to be fracked, and I don't know if they're going to be. They're most likely going to be horizontal. They may tap into my water supply. So at this point, like we are very uncertain about what's going to happen. In I know. The Apparently, your water supply is already really bad, according to... I know. It doesn't taste as good as New York. (laughs) It doesn't. I've been drinking so much water here because I, like, love the taste of New York. Hydration nation. Let's get it, New York It's the reason the bagels here are so good. Is it? Because I live in Boston, and the water tastes exactly the same, and the bagels are better. Are the bagels better? I don't know. The bagels are definitely better in New York. I never really had a Boston bagel before. I mean, that's because that's because, that's really because yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of reasons why you've never had a Boston bagel. Oh my um, god. Have you ever had a New York bagel? No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you ever had this is this is a good one for the I'm viewers the fucking to know. Worst. <laughs> so as a pretend New Yorker, have you ever Charlotte, have you ever had a slice of New York pizza? Yes. Say it loud and proud. Yes, I actually have. When? I think I had one at Coronets. Is that New York pizza? Sure. No. I don't think I had a piece of. No, wait, hold on. No, actually, I haven't. I had a calzone at, at um at Quinn's. When, when the hell did you have a calzone? It was like one of those little tiny ones. It was like spinach. 
almost finished all of them. When? And how are you alive? I don't know. It was like my freshman year, and I got really sick afterwards. Oh, my God. <laughs> I really wanted to have it. I was drunk. I was maybe a little high too. And I was like, this looks really good. I want to eat it. And I regretted it, obviously, because I always regret it. Um, that's just the life. That's the mm. life for me. But I did it. Did it. <laughs> Sorry, I remembered like a little pirate shanty. But anyway, as we were saying, like before we went on the fracking tangent, um, which. Oh, yeah. We were talking about all the other terrible things that happened to the environment in the Trump administration. Okay. And, then, and then animals, 11. 11. Okay, so Trump's been targeting the Endangered Species Act. I don't really want to get into that because it's making me sad as fuck. But animals, like 11 different regulations concerning animal safety, repealed, blocked. Water pollution, six of them. Toxic substances and safety, six of them. Other, five. And then all of them, 70 fucking two. God damn it. Ready for this? Ready for this? The lobsters oh won't be able God. to they spread their love potion. I actually want to look about what, like, look at what he's done with the Endangered Species Act because that's actually a really big deal. I mean, like, favorite endangered species. Well, I find favorite endangered species. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, when I was a kid, for my birthday present, I would always have my mom. Do, like, I would always donate to WAF, and mm-hmm. I would get little stuffed animals. So one did I? One year I did a panda, which I loved. Oh, and okay. Uh, like a like a like a regular panda or like a red panda. I think it was a regular panda. Okay. The other year I did. Are they called regular pandas? I don't know. What they're they're called. just that's their scientific name. Regular panda. Regularis pandas. Re- but regularis <laughs> makes it sound like it's like a. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I can I, panda. Um. I think it was just a normal. Giant panda. panda. A giant panda. Yes. And the other another year I did a Bengal tiger. Mm. But I think my favorite endangered species... Oh, God. I don't know if I have a favorite endangered species. I like I a lot. Like, I do like... There's a trout. <gasps> there's a trout that lives the in the... chimpanzee is endangered? Yeah, I'm not surprised, honestly. Yeah, I'm also not surprised, but I'm devastated. Most That's of really their sad. populations are in... Um, most of the populations are in, like, captive sanctuaries. So also, really like, um, the, the rhino. The yeah. rhinoceros. Dude, the many kinds of rhinoceros. Okay, so... So... Trump has <gasps> apparently changed the, the way that the endangered I know. Changed the way the Endangered Species Act is applied, making it more difficult to protect wildlife from long-term threats posed by climate change, which has always been a thing with environmental regulations. Like it's always been an issue of like how environmental regulations are going to account for long-term impacts instead of short-term impacts, which I find very interesting. And Trump's really done a great job. Great job, quotation marks. Great um, job meaning he has not done well. <laughs> of, take, of taking those, like, of taking any chance of those long-term regulations being put in by, like, away. He's, like, he's kind of removed that. I'm, I'm, and, like, that's why I'm hoping that Biden will kind of change the tides. Um, but anyway, Trump has not been doing very much for the environment. He, 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 so, but this wasn't always the case for a lot of Republicans. He's kind of reflect, like, Republicans throughout history. What would you looking at? The gorilla? The gorilla? Okay, I'm sorry. I, well, while Charlotte was going off about, like, Trump's policies, <laughs> I, I've currently been looking at pictures of... Oh, my God. It's so sad. Oh, my God. This orangutan nipples are so funny. Look okay. at this. But they're endangered. Basically... Yes, they are endangered, but also they have some really funky... Their nipples are, like, basically at their chin. <laughs> I know. I know. But they're saggy, though. They got boobs. Yeah, they got, they got some <laughs> pimpies. Yeah. <laughs> A juicy, juicy mangoes. But there are a lot of things that are endangered. I can talk about birds with, like... Okay, Trump is really weird about birds because he doesn't like solar power, and he's like, save... No, no, wind power. And he's like, save the birds. Don't bin, 
build windmills. But at the no. same time, he like repealed the Migratory Bird Act, which is like which protects um, birds bird aren't habitats. real. Okay, yes. Birds aren't. Have you ever but, seen a baby pigeon? No. <laughs> Why yeah. would I ever see a baby pigeon? Because you do you think they're just gonna be walking around? Um, birds aren't real, and I know that because I've seen so many pigeons in my life, and I've never seen a baby but pigeon. But you really think a baby pigeon would be just walking around? Well, yes. They'd be in the nest. What nest? Have you ever seen a pigeon nest? No. No. Because they're high up. <laughs> yeah, high up in the trees. We live in New York City. They're probably, no, they're gonna be in like the church, in like the, the buttresses of the churches. Okay, I've seen those buttresses. I've smoked a few joints in those buttresses. <laughs> I've never seen all the buttresses of New York. Abby, I repeat, Abby has smoked all the butter all in all the buttresses in New York. The finest Colorado <laughs> the finest, flower. <laughs> the finest flower. Anyway, no, I'm. But okay. That's yes. a real quote, yes. folks. <laughs> Birds are not real, but at the same time, Trump does not give a shit about them, and do not, do not buy his stupid rhetoric about how he's like, oh, like, birds are getting killed by windmills. Like, yes, yes, they are getting how killed by How many of our listeners but, do you think would actually ever believe any of so something he said? Just, just don't buy it. Just please, for the love of God, do not listen to what he's saying about that. Anyway, so, Republicans have not always been this way. Trump no. is the product of several decades of anti-environmentalist sentiments. But if you go back to Nixon in like the 19th, in like nineteen seventy when he like first got elected around there, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's nineteen seventy. Okay. Um, Nixon he passed the the Endangered Species Act. He seventy two. Nice try, bitch. Nineteen seventy two. Okay. He fortified the Endangered Species Act, or he made it. He did the Clean Water Act, Clean Air Act. He like solidified the EPA and like what their role was. He Republicans were passing like a fuck ton of environmental EPA is the Environmental Protection Yes, exactly. Act. He passed, like, yeah, and like, um, I'm pretty sure NEPA, which is all, which is the national. Okay, fuck, hold on, I forgot what NEPA stands for. This is the worst. I should know what this stands the for. The national. You just told me like a few. I did. I did tell. It's the National Environmental Policy Act. That yeah. basically, it's comp. It's very complicated. It's a very dense act, but it talks about like, um, oh, Endangered Species Act is actually like one of the easiest acts to understand. But NEPA basically regulates, like, what factories, facilities can be built, like, what infrastructure, and it, like, evaluates whether it's going to, like, put in species at risk or, like, how it's going to impact the environment, et cetera, et cetera. And um, Trump was like, nah. Nah, bitch. Cabinet, cabinet emissions. Cabinet emissions, they, they aren't really real, so, uh, nah. <laughs> exactly. So, okay, so, Republicans weren't always this way. Things started going south. Back to the Republican Party. Yeah, things got, started going very bad when Reagan started going was south. Yeah. <laughs> going <laughs> yo, yo, Georgia. Like, I know it's going red, but like, damn, like we have made some progress. Point eight percent. It's point eight percent different. I, I don't know if that's okay. Changed. You keep talking. I'll look it up. Anyway, so, um, Reagan. The whole if you know anything about Ronald Reagan and Reaganomics. Um, is that he is anti-regulation, and like that's what all about Reaganomics was about. It was reducing the amount of government regulation. It was reducing involvement. And during the Nixon like presidency, and during like presidents before that, like te with Teddy Roosevelt, he made like all those national parks. Um, Wait, Roosevelt was a Republican? I don't. I actually don't know. He might have been. I think he was a Democrat. But anyway, presidents before like Reagan, regardless of political party, were. Like, for the environment. Well, like, for the environment, for uh, several reasons. Economic reasons. Also, like, people wanted that. Like, during the revolution of, like... Yo, Teddy was a Republican! No. 
Progressive Party. What the fuck is that? Yeah, it was. It says the Progressive Party was the third party of the United States formed. Yeah, I totally did, but I was more excited about like Hamilton. (laughs) Anyway, so um, during that period of time, they were doing it for like economic reasons, for but also people wanted that. People people started lost the Republican primary, so we switched parties Mm -hmm. and then won. Yep. Um, So basically, people that. There was a lot of environmental regulation being passed during the Nixon era. Then Reagan comes along. He gets elected. He is not for government involvement. He's not for regulation. And a lot of environmental stuff comes through regulation. Like, that's how environmental, like, that's how you are environmental. You regulate companies. You regulate corporations. Well, that's how you're environmental yeah. in today's very highly capitalistic environment. And, yeah, and exactly. And we, we work under a capitalistic system. So at this point... There is no use in trying to like go like that. That was the best way to like go like I don't know. That was the best way to go forward was through regulation, um, and benefiting from the capitalist system and move, making that work for environmentalism. But Reagan comes along. He repeals a bunch of a bunch of these things. He oh, not that repeals. He like weakens different like regulations, statutes, stuff like that. He wants to free businesses and free the market and the economy. And by doing that, he puts the environment on the back, like the back step. Um, he kind of like pushes it out of the house and is like, you know what? You're not very important. Um, even though a lot of people disagreed with that, even at that time. Um, and then things just kept going along. You have George H.W. Bush who comes in. He has the same, well, he promised at first to combat global warming to some certain way. And then, That's a very broad term. And then, he, well, he, well, he actually, he, like, he ran, not his campaign, but, like, he, his, his Did he, like, fight, who was he running against? Uh, the first Bush. Was, was it, no, it wasn't Al Gore. No, it wasn't. No, 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 that was the Al second Gore was Bush. in 2000. Um, Whatever. But anyway, his administration joined the international negotiations, negotiations to deal with global warming, and this is the, one of the, it was, like, you know, like, Copenhagen, like, COP21 or whatever. There was one in Rio, it was, like, and it was in 1992. And he, like, joined that. It was a kind of, like, a climate, a preliminary climate agreement. Um, but then, this is, like, the second moment out of, like, three big moments. The fossil fuel indus- industry enters the fight. Dukakis. And the fossil fuel industry cha- completely changed the game. This is, like, Exxon. And, like, um, Exxon is the only example that I can think of. <laughs> Mobile. Exxon Mobil. Well, same oh, thing. Oh, Exxon Mobil is, <laughs> yeah. the same thing? What about, um, what's, uh, Sunoco? Sunoco? I'm not sure. There's, like, bigger oil companies behind those, like, things. Like, BP, I think. Maybe BP was a little bit later, but Exxon is the main one that I'm going to talk about. Um, Possibly Shell. Um, Or whoever Shell was before. I'm not quite sure. But they enter the business community, and they start to drive economic, like, they start to drive... Sitco. Sitco, okay. I'm from Boston. They start to drive the economy because... Like fossil fuels, cars. Everyone wants a car. This is like the era of transportation. This is the era of like things are starting to move along. We're starting to develop. Cities are starting to get bigger. Like transport, like globalization. Globalization is definitely happening before then, but it's happening. Like this is when it's happening. It's like eighties, eighties um, and nineties, um, and we're starting to have more transportation and stuff like that. So then fossil fuels are needed, and then if fossil fuel industry, if the fossil fuel industry is running the economy then of course you're not going to want to regulate like the environment because the fossil fuel industry doesn't benefit from that. Um, 
And climate science at that time was pretty uncertain. There was a guy who testified in front of Congress about that, like in the 90s, I believe. Some guy came up to Congress and he was like, this isn't going to work hey, out. This is, not a, this is a problem. And then still today, we're like testifying in Congress about this is a problem. But well, you know, someone went up and tried to make this <laughs> no thing called like an equal, equal rights amendment, which theoretically, you know, like no having equal listens. rights should make a lot of sense in America as like a democracy. And then you have... That hasn't passed either, so like, am I, are we surprised? And like, then you have no. more oil men that come in, like the second Bush, um, Dick Cheney. <laughs> the second Bush. The, the, second the, Bush. the one that just came later. Yeah, the, the second one. Then you have these people who are really driven by oil. They come from, like, states that are driven by oil and fossil fuels. You have states that are really big on coal. You have, um... And then the Koch brothers. And the Koch brothers are, like... The big, the big oil people. If you know anything about the Koch brothers, they really took advantage of the Republican side and the anger that they had towards the, the conservative, like other parties. And they really like, they had this whole like pro oil tour. They like toured around the country and like tried to sell the old whole oil thing. And it just like, it got, the PR was great. The PR was really good. And it, it just, it created this like, and, like, things just started to keep building, and we kept having, like, Republican presidents who were, like, anti-regulation, anti-government, like, state government. But then, like, and then, like, so basically anti-environment, anti-like regulation. Um, and that just builds to become, like, this, the Republican Party starts to have a lot of distrust in, like, everything. You know, like, Trump, like, right, he's like, okay, literally look at the way the voting is going right now, and look at the distrust that Republicans have for, like, the voting. Like, it starts to foster this element of distrust. They already distrust have the, the election government. on their side. Trump didn't no. win the, like, Trump didn't win the popular vote four years ago. No, meaning, meaning, like, if you don't understand what the popular vote means, in baby terms, it literally means Hillary Clinton had more votes than yeah. Donald Trump, millions more votes, and Donald Trump yeah. won, meaning the Electoral College is literally working in his favor. Yeah. And he still is denying its legitimacy because... It's not, you know, because it's because he's, he's a little whiny poopy pants. It's a, he's literally a whiny poopy pants, and because he's okay. So over like over like these I past hope that four our, years, our listeners know that that is like the that highest of insults. That is the highest, highest of insults. But basically, what happened is that this tide of like distrust in the government became like a distrust in science. It became a distrust in everything. Like, people were like, I can't trust the news, I can't trust the media, I can't trust everything. And the era of there was this, you There was this cultural rejection of, like, climate change, this rejection of, like, like what was actually true. Dun, dun, dun. And Enter the alternative facts. Enter fake news. <laughs> and, like, and, like, <laughs> the, like, businesses that were, like, that were big on, like, anti, like, anti-environment, like, really took advantage of this, and they were like, they really like spurred that distrust with like more information about like how things were inaccurate and like how like you couldn't trust scientists and like there was no like real proof, no definitive proof, and they really like spurred this on so that they wouldn't have to deal with the economic fallback of like having to pay, like having to deal with regulations. Even though, in my like humble opinion, I think it's like so much more beneficial for the economy, or not just for the economy, but, like for like these businesses for the general populace, for the long-term health of our world, our nation, 
us as people to be environmentalists. Like, I do not see why. Also, we have a problem here. When, when we say environmentalists, this is another, like, point of contingency that I think that we should definitely, like, yeah. just, when we say environmentalists, oh, yeah. I am not, like, I identify as an environmentalist. Yes. Whatever that, I do not, Absolutely. I am not, like, I am not zero waste. I still oh, yeah. am, like, there are things that I throw out. You know, there are, but, you know, like, there are things that I throw out. Like, I take showers and I'm wasting water, for sure. Mm. But I'm doing my best mm -hmm. to cut back, right? I cut out, I cut out meat, for example. Mm. It's just something that I could do, like, that fit into my lifestyle that I could do, and I feel good about it because I know it's helping the environment, right? Yeah. I recycle. I compost. I, 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 I try to, like, buy less cheap consumer goods because yeah. I, like, not for... Like, yes, I'll save money in it, but it's, you know, it's a matter of, like, me saving $5 on a t-shirt that I could have, you know, bought and thrown away. Yeah. Versus, you know, knowing that, you know, the environment is going to, mm -hmm. you know, be strongly detrimented there's by... Also, yeah, there's also, and there's also a difference between those, like, $5 t-shirts, which have an upfront economic cost, but then behind the scenes, they have an environmental cost. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like you're not an environmentalist just, just means yeah. you're voting in politicians yes. who will take the regulations seriously. Exactly. Who will care. Rather it doesn't mean that you have to never throw anything out of it. You don't you don't have to be perfect and like environment I feel like environmentalism is inclusive enough to acknowledge that like not everyone's perfect, not everyone has the money. It's like or the LGBTQ community. The, the access to living a completely like waste-free blah-blah-blah lifestyle, even though, like, it, like, if you plan it out correctly, it doesn't have to be as expensive as you think it is, as, like, you might think, but, um, not everyone has the resources, and we, like, environmentalists, as a, like, a, as a whole, acknowledge that. It's about growing, learning together, elect, like, caring about elected officials who actually want to make change, who want to impose regulations, who want to, like, I don't know, Green New Deal, perhaps. Perhaps. Um, Hypothetically. Who, like, who want, who, like, want to better our country on not just a short-term scale, but a long-term scale. A long, long, and I long, think, long like, one. I think that's, like, I think that's the whole point of, like, modern environmentalism. And also, we have to acknowledge that, like, we are, we are, like, white, privileged individuals. Not all environmentalists look the same as us. Not all environmentalism is the same as us. It can be different based on location region, how you grew up, like, you can have a different perspective, you know, like, we all know that minorities and, like, um, lower socioeconomic class individuals have it a lot more difficult than we do environmentally, like, they bear the brunt of impacts, like, okay, for example, in environmental racism is a big it's thing. It's a thing, it's such a thing. Especially, like, <laughs> especially now, I know it's been a thing for a long time, but, like, yeah. really now I it's, know. so, and COVID is really exacerbating those that that environmental racism. I feel like. Do you want me to? We should explain what environmental racism is. Do yeah. You want, do you want me to? You, go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. Racism is essentially one race, one race, quote unquote, right? Whatever it could be a social construct, but for all intents and purposes, yes. One race benefiting off of um, devaluing another. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, when it comes to the environment and environmental racism mm. the effects of racism are hurting one racial population significantly more significantly more than others. than others and of course it's you know it's the white people who are benefiting especially in america yes and 
to add to that, mm. for the most part, it's the people who are benefiting from the lack of reg of regulations yeah. who are not feeling the effects. Oh, yeah. No, uh, yeah. And, like, it's, I mean, it, okay, it's, like, come down to an issue where it's, like, the, 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 the population, I could say, that's the most affected is probably poor black individuals. Um, I would also say that climate change does affect women in a very specific way um, across the globe, also in the U.S., um, how so? Okay, so across the globe, like, I mean, in developing, like, people in developing countries are disproportionately affected. Women tend to be disproportionately affected because they don't have as many resources as men, like money, um, economic independence, like, that's basically what I mean by money. Um, and also, like, um, women, like, okay, from, like, on a, on a smaller scale, for example, like, in, in, like, poorer regions of Africa, they are the ones doing all the commuting to get the water, get the, 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 the things like that. And, like, they're put at more risk of, like, having to deal with the flooding on their commute, stuff like that. Um, and they also tend to be, yeah, they tend to be less, like, more economically disadvantaged. Thus, they live in, like, poor areas, stuff like that. For women in the United States, um, it's, it looks a little different. And I, I, I'd say that I don't know enough about it to, like, make Claims, and I'd say more. It's generally just like, like poor black individuals, like as like a, a generalized group. I don't and like and and Latinx, Latinx. Yes, and Latinx as well. Um, I'd say Latinx, poor poor Latinx individuals, and poor black individuals are disproportionately affected by climate change. I mean, they're going to be living in like, take Hurricane Harvey for example. They're going to be living in zones that are going to be more impacted by Hurricane Harvey. Hurricane Sandy in New York. I did an entire mapping project on this really. Recently. Okay, pop off. <laughs> it's NYCHA housing so that's like the and New York City Housing Authority um I think of uh, god I was looking at my like trying to remember my map I think it was about like over 50% of the housing develops of NYCHA housing develops developments are in flood zones and the majority of the people who live in those housing develops are seniors minority seniors minority individuals so um, basically, yeah, <laughs> not white rich people. Exactly, exactly, and like, it would be that. That is essentially what environmental racism is. And like, another example of environmental racism is right here in Manhattan, and right on this side, on the east side. Um, there is. Uh, are the, we on what? What side are we on? The west side. Yep. We're on the west <laughs> side. I'm. I always mess it up. Sorry, guys. That's just not something that <laughs> you, that you have the liberty to mess I know. up. Can you imagine telling your Uber driver, yeah, um, just take me to, like, uh, like, 116th, East, East 116th Street. <laughs> oh, my God, I'd be in very much the wrong place. Yeah, you just wouldn't be anywhere near your home. No, anyway. not at all. <laughs> um, so, well, West Side, there is the, uh, God, it's the wastewater treatment plant. Yo, West Side, Best Side, yo. <laughs> the Northern Manhattan Wastewater Treatment Plant, I believe. Um, so, there was a lot of contention um in like its construction so it is built right below harlem oh it's the north river wastewater treatment plant and it is built on i believe it's 137 yeah it's uptown it's uptown it's built like right next to harlem there's a lot of contention because it's, it's, it's a wastewater treatment plant it doesn't smell good it smells gross um but they put it in that region specifically, they put it in on like the edge, the coast of the, the Hudson coast of Harlem. The Hudson with a beautiful, beautiful view of, of the armpit of America. Uh, <laughs> Yo, 
Sorry, you gotta tangent. Tell the joke. I gotta tell the joke. <laughs> no joke. No, this is not a joke. It's not a joke, actually. It's very real. The state of New Jersey has just legalized marijuana. And thus, as our neighbors, yo, we'd be smoking so loud. <laughs> <laughs> the African America is about to st- smell a whole bunch of steaks. St- yeah. In the best way. In the best, in the way. best possible way. Anyway, as I New York saying, was following behind. They put, they put the waste, the North River wastewater treatment plant right next to Harlem because they knew that the poor, mostly Latinx and black individuals who lived there wouldn't be able to do anything about it. They wouldn't be able to, like, if they complained, they'd just be ignored because they're not wealthy individuals who hold, like, power in the government. And like, if Delta Sigma Phi, you know, <laughs> had, like, put some power plant or whatever, like, right by them... Yeah, like, they, yeah, like it would be all fine. Like, like no, you know, they would you, get it all done. Yeah, can you imagine like having trying to put that wastewater treatment plant like maybe like I don't know, even like a couple blocks down, like next, to, like on 116. No, like that would never happen. On 116th, because, no, but because, like yeah, near yeah, 116th, not even because because white individuals that live around this area or like the like more affluent white individuals that live around this area would complain. They'd be like, we're not having this here. We don't stand for this. Something would happen. There'd be some sort of economic exchange of some kind. Slash and then it would be Columbia, who has way too much here. money and for it them. And it's not built here. Exactly. And it's not built here for that exact reason. And that is an example of environmental racism. It's when minorities are disproportionately impacted by the effects of climate change and the effects of, like, climate, like, different, like, infrastructure being put in place and, like, just their environments are in a worse state than, like, generally environments of, like, white affluent people. I say affluent because socioeconomic, socioeconomic class is a big part to play in this too. Um, because also like poor white individuals don't have it as great, but they have it better than poor like minority individuals, which sucks. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying- Welcome to America. Environmental racism is like a really big thing. And I think that it, I do not like, this is my personal opinion about this. like. Um, you may not share this belief, but like as an environmentalist, I don't think that I could be a good environmentalist if I didn't acknowledge environmental racism and the part that it plays. Um, That's a big, big fucking part. Yeah, and the, and like the fact that like acknowledging my own privilege in environmentalism and the fact that like I don't know, I just see it as my duty as a citizen of the United States and the world to care about the planet we live upon, and I see that as like it's just a duty of all of us to care. Um, because we are not, we are not the dominant species here. We are not. I do not believe it. <laughs> I don't believe that. I think we've made ourselves to be the dominant species, but we are not supposed to be. We're not, that we're not supposed to be, but. I don't think we've made it. I think that we're just telling ourselves that we have. I know. We've, like, we, like, we've created this false narrative of us being, like, the apex predator, but we're not. Um. Well, some men are definitely, you know, pretty intense predators, but, you know. Yeah, exactly. But, like, we as a species, I don't, I think we're artificially the, the apex predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like, okay. Anyway, so, um, what can we do about that? (laughs) What are people trying to do about that? Well, you know, if we, if you had asked me, uh, two weeks ago, I would have said vote, (laughs) but now it's too late for that, so if you didn't vote. Please vote in the next election. Yeah. (laughs) Four years. (laughs) Please vote in that. Um, even if, even if, if, even if we do, you know, um, win this one, even if Biden, you know, pulls through and, you know, maybe Biden will pull through and then he'll have a heart attack and then. You know, it would be President Kamala. It would Kamala. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
Which actually would not be too disappointing. For no, me. no. <laughs> actually, I would. I would be very much celebratory. I would be popping many bottles. Many bottles. Popping. Popping. Like pop, a G6. Yeah, I just about to say that. <laughs> How does it go? Popping bottles. Na, na, na. Like, like a blizzard. <laughs> when we drink, we do it right. Uh, Getting slizzard, slizzard, slizzard. Am I right? Am yeah. Am I wrong? Okay. Okay. Anyway. I used to hear that song and just think of. Like, I, you told me to listen to it while I ran last year because you were like, it's on some great playlist. And I was like, fire, that does yeah. sound awesome. So I was listening to it. And every time I heard Blizzard, I heard Lizard. And oh. all I could think of was Paul Hurts. That's all. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but actually, that song is freaking fantastic. Yeah, freaking fantastic. Anyway, so what are people trying to do about this? Since and Trump has made so much damage, what will Biden do? Okay. Also, it's undecided. I'm literally looking at the election results right now. Nevada is taking its sweet-ass fucking time. Yeah, no, Nevada... Nevada's like life like, is all in Vegas, like and Vegas is shut down, it's so... It's like we're at the DMV in Zootopia, and it's just full of sloths, if anyone's watched Zootopia. Oh, my gosh. That is so perfect. <laughs> that is so perfect. Yo, um, what is it? Flash, flash, 100-meter dash! He's so slow. But... Now you know how um, I feel is, about people Biden, who don't live in Biden's New York. Opi- what is Biden's opinion? What are Democratic opinions? Again, Democrat and Republicans, like, the parties used to be, like, completely fucking flipped and then just flipped around the civil rights movement because Republicans don't care about civil rights. <laughs> that was a hot take, but... It's not that hot, darling. <laughs> but anyway, so Biden constantly says that he's not doing the Green New Deal, but I'm pretty sure once he gets into office, he'll be like, like, I'm doing the Green New Deal. Also, like, I don't know, Obama cared about the environment, and you worked for Obama, like, I... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And his climate plan is actually pretty great, and, I mean, I'm gonna go through that pretty quickly right here. So, Biden has a pretty extensive climate plan. He is all about, like, he. I'm pretty sure he wants to reach net zero by 2050. What, I don't, um, I'm sorry, I don't know what that even means. So, I think okay. that that's, I think that that's fake news. Net zero doesn't necessarily have to mean that we reduce all our emissions. It also, it also can mean that we implement some sort of, like, carbon credit program, which, as we talked about... Also doesn't mean in anything. In another episode, <laughs> which is actually going to be after this one. That's okay. Charlotte had a little bit of a... What did happen? Did you just pour water on your computer? No, I actually didn't. It was in my bathroom, and my bathroom's really foggy, and my computer likes to really ventilate. Oh, so you so just... sucked You were in. taking a shit, and then you forgot to take your computer out, and so you took a shower with your computer in... Yes. Yeah, that's okay. And, and No, and it got really humid, and the air just, like, got sucked in there, and it just... It just... It broke. It's completely done. I'm transferring the hard drive, though, so I can get... <laughs> I can get a hold of that show. Because it's good. It was good. Um, Except for the part where Spencer, like, lost his recording. Didn't record half of it. Yeah. <laughs> Love Quote, Spencer. unquote, lost his recording. <laughs> but, basically, um, Biden is essentially using the Green New Deal as, like, a frame for his climate plan. Um, I also, like, okay, I know that people, like, want to settle for Biden, but I really like Biden because he actually cares about the environment, and, like, that's one of the huge things that I'm basing my vote off of. So I was happy. Like, I was happy to vote. Like, not the happiest, but relatively happy to vote for Biden. I was very happy to I was vote like, for Biden. I was like, there are no other choices here, so I'm voting for him, and I'm happy about it because he's going to he's gonna help the environment in one way or another. Basically. You're not, you're never going to agree with everything yeah. that a politician says unless exactly. you are the politician. And even then, you're still not going to agree yeah, with everything. you might have to change your beliefs for, like, to fit certain other you things. You will change your... Yeah, or, like, your, your, the, your plan. Your, your plan, yeah. 
So here's the Biden plan in like a few bullet points. The Biden plan wants to ensure that the U.S. achieves a 100% clean energy economy uh, and a 100% clean energy economy and reach net zero emissions no later than 2050, which is pretty ambitious, but I think it could be doable with enough regulation. Um, again, regulation probably going to be pushed back by corporations, but they need to do it. We need to build a stronger, more resilient nation. This is extremely... We're building amazing. a nation now, <laughs> not a wall. So basically, what's one of the biggest I just came issues... up with that now. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, what wait, Charlotte, that was so good. One of the biggest issues with, like, transferring to clean energy, like solar, wind, like, water, stuff like that, is the problem with infrastructure and the fact that it's going to take a boatload of money to rebuild our infrastructure because currently we do not have the capacity um to deal to have clean energy but i believe that can happen i just think and it's it's already too money. late to like turn it around so we I might know. as well just slow it down i just think that we really should invest we should invest in a really strong good infrastructure that's going to last for a while and that it's going to be able to evolve i think that's so important and also you can make american jobs yeah. in doing so i know and you can like and we're already our unemployment is already super high because of this yeah and you so um a guest just came a guest who was wearing she a might hat. not speak it's fine it's totally fine a guest who was wearing a hat that she made based on the episode that you will hear in the future oh my god <laughs> okay so as i was saying infrastructure is gonna be really important building like infrastructure that not only like works in the present but like can be adapted in the future to be more green Fucks. you want to say stuff you totally can yeah you are allowed to speak you're 100 man do you, you guys cut it down right you don't yeah 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 no, no we're good, we're good. <laughs> of course also okay it also says like so i think that okay the paris accord agreement really important we just left it today but we can still rejoin the whole process is like a year the leaving process is a year if you don't know what that is like you can declare leaving and then you leave in like a full year. So we declared leaving last year on uh, November, October, November 4th, and now we're officially out of it. But if we rejoin, that'll set a precedent for other countries. Cause like the US is kind of like, I mean, <laughs> our status in the world has kind of dropped recently. <laughs> the past four years. That's because we've been being run by a cartoon character. A little cartoon character. But if we rejoin the, the Paris Agreement, I think that it could be really helpful in setting a precedent in, re, like, like getting us going on, like, the ideals that we started out with, like, I don't know, like, with, when we first joined the Paris Agreement. It could, like, yeah, and it could also, like, boost, like, our economy. It could boost, like, oh, yeah. I'm just reading the website because I think it's interesting. Um, this is, like, his bio. something random so we can hear. Yeah. Right? Please, I'm ready right now. I'm done with Charlotte's voice. What if you're talking about, like, Infrastructure and innovation yeah. sustainability. Yeah. There's this lab, it's really cool. It's run by this like badass. Yeah. I don't want to say that. Whatever. No, badass. Is air. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you swearing? Oh my god. <laughs> On air? This badass woman has a lab at MIT. Okay. On oh, my hometown. Have different, like the group of people she works with have different backgrounds. Mm. But for the most part, what they're trying to do, and I say it wrong, but you know, Titan. I'm not sure I don't know. It's How like, do you spell it's like C H I T I N. Chitin? Chitin. It could be whatever. It's chitin and it's a kind of carbohydrate. Yeah, so it's a really hard kind of carbohydrate. It's like the stuff in. Um, so it's with a C H I T. Oh. 
Oh, this. Yeah. yeah. So it's like okay, insects. Insects. Oh no, it's it's kittens. I don't it's know if pronounced, but she's looking at building infrastructure, like buildings that are that could like naturally sustain themselves because they're growing and because it's like an organic. They're no like, way. they're like, you know what cell walls it's, are? Yeah, no, really, no, no. I, we literally really learned about cool. this. Like, I know what this is. Okay, so, so for the people who don't know what this is. Yeah. Yeah, explain. For the people explain. who don't know what this is, chitin is this, like, super, super fibrous carbohydrate that has bonds that make it strong enough to hold up plants. Like, it's yeah. the, it's the, we have bones, they have cell walls, those cell walls are primarily made of chitin. Yeah. Yeah, so it's about, like, using what we can see in nature yeah. to, like, become part of our buildings because she has this whole like amazing rant obviously it's not a yeah. rant it's like <laughs> it's more than a rant yeah about how like the buildings we use and the structures we use need to mimic nature in mm-hmm. terms of them being self-sustaining and also in them being changeable and yeah. livable i don't know so like i was really interested in like leaves like leaves buildings and yeah. certification so yes. i think that's, that's really cool and important. isn't it what what building on Bar- at border is like isn't that one that there's no scene i think is might be a gold. I'm not sure. Yeah. And maybe Diana. No, no. I think it's yeah. I think Diana's gold, and yeah. then most is platinum because okay. gold is like less than platinum. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. No, Diana's. Why that's important too is because I remember when I was touring or something. Someone yeah. Saying, like the windows are built with something special in it, so yeah. the birds don't like run into it. Yeah. yeah. yeah I remember Which is like crazy. I remember them saying something. Birds about aren't that. real. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, we actually were just talking about birds, but that's that's really cool, and I think like. I don't know. I hope that I hope that Biden will do yeah, something like that. No, 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 no. Like this is yeah. Important. I mean, like Paris Accords is like where we can get start, but yeah. I also like because it's not where binding. are we gonna go? Yeah. I know it's not binding, and like Paris it's yeah, it's not like, like it's not like legally sound binding. bad. I don't know if you've already covered this. No, we haven't. What is? I mean, I, I, I do know, it. but like. So all right, Charlotte, go off. Okay, so yeah. okay, so Charlotte's time to shine. The Paris Climate Accord. It, <laughs> I can tell you all about the biology of chitin, but I don't think you okay. want to hear that. <laughs> the Paris Climate Accord is an agreement. It's a combination of the Kyoto Protocol and the Montreal Protocol. If you don't know what those are, the Kyoto then Protocol... Then you're going to tell us. <laughs> the Kyoto Protocol was like... Japan. Japan. Yes, it was in yeah. Japan. They had, Okay, so basically the UN likes to host these different like climate meetings in different countries every like couple okay, for four great. years every three years something like that um they like to host them in different areas there was like cop 21 which was in copenhagen um and then there was which was like the 21st one and then there was but kyoto was before that kyoto was basically kyoto protocol was basically like a super binding protocol about um environmentalism yeah. it had these certain like requirements that every country had to meet countries couldn't decide what their like contribute what their emissions contribute like reductions were going to be but um because it's just emissions that's yeah it was pretty much it was just emissions, emissions based yeah and that's how i and it focused on the effects of emissions. Think about it, but i don't know yes. like the actual yeah because right there's a bunch of different paths but it's it's mostly just talking about emissions yes most of it is emissions most of it is like reaching carbon neutral um reaching zero net emissions or net zero emissions um, but the Kyoto Protocol was too binding for the U.S., so it actually never got ratified because it never got passed through the Senate. So Classic. something happened. Mm. There was, like, the Copenhagen Accord. Um, oh, no, there was the Montreal Protocol, which would happen before the Kyoto Protocol, which was less binding. And, like, it was just kind of like, you can join this if you want. Like, you can do this if you want. Also emissions-based. Um, but the Paris Agreement is, like, a combination of both. 
So parts of it are binding, parts of it are not. Um, I don't know if I want to go into specifics about what's binding, because no, it's no, like no, very detailed. I had to read the entire document. It's it's lengthy that's, that's and it's hard. like has a lot of like lawyer jargon that of I was course like, I don't get it. Exactly. But I mean it's actually it's relative it's more straightforward than like acts, specific acts that we have in the US, but it has But not much more. But it has like the language is so fascinating that they use for these agreements because it's like are they written in English yeah. or all languages? And I don't know if they're really matter. They're written in, they're, I think it's primarily drafted in English. Like, it's the, the, the main draft is in English. Okay. But I think it's, tra- like, it's translatable. Um, and it's, like, translated and presented to all these countries. But um, the language that they use is very specific. So there's, like, specific binding and non-binding language. So there's, like, this whole um, kerfuffle at the very, like, the one of the last term, few days of the Paris Agreement where there was one word in the Paris Agreement that, like, made something binding when, like, it shouldn't have been, when the U.S., like, the U.S. couldn't pass it if it if that word was included. So they had to switch the word. It was, like, this whole deal. But anyway, that's a tangent. But the Paris Agreement basically is an agreement... We actually don't believe in tangents on this show. ...through the United Nations Framework Convention of Climate Change, and these are the, the conventions that happen, like, every couple of years in a different country. Dealing with greenhouse gas emissions, it basically is, like... It allows each country to decide how much they want to reduce, but it's like you have to report every five years and then report on this year. So the accountability. Exactly. There's a lot of accountability. Again, it's not enforceable because there's no, like, police force of the United Nations. It's basically, like, name and shame is, like, the way that it's enforced. Like, name the country, shame the country. That's what happened to the U.S. when we left. But... I bet! We We can rejoin. We can rejoin the Paris Agreement... And even though it's not, like, a binding thing, I think it would still be good because it will also in- encourage other countries who left to rejoin. Yeah. Um, Logistically, mm-hmm. if Biden were elected, yes. and inaugurated, yes. hypothetical, which scares me because, like, right, we're in the middle. <laughs> six more. Six more. <laughs> top, literally six Sorry. Away. Okay. But let's say, whatever, January 20th, yeah. he's like, we're rejoining the parent. Do we have to wait until November to be re-included, or can yeah. we start? I think... I mean, we can start when it, like, we can start doing whatever, and but Trump it's too official. a year ago, have we still been attending because it takes, we just said, now we're officially out. Yeah, I don't believe we've been Sorry, attending. Are like, no, 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 I don't believe we've been atten- attending. So, the process is weird because it does take, a, it's like a year, but you're like, you're technically out when you declare your departure, but it, like, it takes like a full year for like it's not processing, but it just takes a full year. To I mean, it's a huge international like effort. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I feel like a year might not even be that. It's not it could it's, be worse. It's, yeah, it's not even that <laughs> amount of people long. that are coordinated. Yeah, exactly. People, countries. So like basically, um, we can rejoin. I'm not exactly sure what the timeline is for that. I would say it's shorter than withdrawing. Um, 30 days after we could, we, okay, we can rejoin, um, we can beca- become a party to the Paris Agreement 30 days after officially informing the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change that it wants to rejoin. So literally 30 days after we Amazing. So like, theoretically, so, February. <laughs> fast. Exactly. So like, cool. if we want to, if like, Biden gets elected, fingers crossed, um, yeah, six. <laughs> um, then he can be like, I'm re- like, in the first 100 days of office, yeah. He, like, literally has promised to do this, so he would be like, I want to join the re- rejoin the Paris thing, and then we'll rejoin in 30 days, which is ideal. Um, 
But again, like it's not that it's it's not just that it's like rejoining. It's like setting a precedent. It's being like, okay, we actually care about this now, like, and we'll care about this in the yeah, future. Yeah, versus like the precedent we've been setting for the last four exactly, years. Exactly, just kind of like we're being. Like, I mean, really, for like it. most of our history, anyway, even when you know Trump wasn't in office, but even more so, it's like super negative. And we're exactly. Like, yeah. We've been kind of like we've been literally the country that's been like named and shamed, which is exactly like. What? Yeah, because it's fucking embarrassing that we have no, a clown so, running our country. And it's embarrassing that we like had like we like left this or this this like agreement that isn't even binding. It isn't even like no, it's, it's one of the first things. Wait, isn't that one of the first things he no? It's, it's like, one of the first things off? he said he was gonna do, and then, and then he just didn't do anything. For a little bit, it's like he was trying to build this wall. Mm-hmm. He didn't do it. <laughs> he literally didn't even do that. Like, come on. Okay, but also like, what, like the, that, that was ridiculous. That, we literally already had a border wall. Like, why did we need another one? But also like, <laughs> okay, for um, like immigration, we will always disagree on me and Mr. Yeah. Donald Man. But like, yeah. just I'm sorry. Like, if you build a wall, cool. But like, there are so many other ways of getting into the country that are not just. Yeah, the wall-based. like physical, wall-based. like, like land wall-based. border. <laughs> yeah, I know, and it's yeah. Biden is the Biden administration is also focusing on environmental racism, which we just talked about, and like really making sure that like you know we don't disproportionately target minorities when we like want to come up with things and like make changes. I mean, Flint, Michigan's another great example of that. I can't believe I great as in like terrible, terrible, very um, terrible. And then also, I think part of the climate plan is, um, it mentions fulfilling our obligation to workers and communities who powered our industrial revolution and subsequent decades of economic growth. So this is to the people who work in coal plants. Um, and one of the biggest issues with like transferring to renewable energy is people are like, ah, where's my job gonna go? Because I work in the coal plant. But little did you know, like manufacturing solar, like solar power um, or solar panels and like different like reusable energy products is like a, a booming industry and like having, well it could be it, it has the potential be. to be I know it could be and like having a president who supports that would create that as like a booming industry yeah but and then like and that would be that would be extremely beneficial like to to like to like people like that to bolstering economic growth in these in communities that have relied on coal and are kind of like stuck in like wanting to rely on coal when in fact like I don't know renewable energy is becoming cheaper and cheaper um so yeah and those are basically the same lines as the Green New Deal the one thing that is still on my mind about the Green Deal and Biden's climate plan is like exactly how much it's going to cost, who's going to pay for it, how they're going to get people to pay for it. They'll, I don't care. They I pay, do. Though. Raise my taxes. Raise my no, taxes. I, I, like, I, would like to, I would like to be, I would like to participate in paying for that. At the same time, I would like corporations to be held accountable for not paying All right, taxes. Jeff Bezos, you chip in a little bit more than me. Like, bet. <laughs> Dude, Jeff Bezos will not be harmed if he donates fucking like a million a year. Like, come on. Um, and like, it's like those 53 votes that Trump is having a pussy fat fit over. I know, over. it's literally like, 1 million is like 53 votes to Joe, to, to Jeff Bezos, equivalent, same thing. Same thing. Um, but the Green New Deal is basically, has the same kind of goal. So anyway, that is the climate, with the elections rundown. We hope that was helpful. Also, I know it's stressful, but like, we love you. <laughs> and like, no matter what, we will still, we will, like, continue to fight for climate change, holding officials accountable, 
making sure that people are doing what we want to do, passing the legislation that we want to do. Um, House and Senate, still still a tight race. Um, um, I'm going to check up on that actually right now. <laughs> um, it looks like we may have the majority, we may not. It's honestly, it, in the coming weeks, we'll see. Um, but I just want to say that, like, it's not over regardless of who the president is. It's definitely not over if it's Trump. It's not over if it's Biden. Um, the fight continues. And then Sibby Speed. <laughs> hey, hey, baby. Hey, sweet thing. Hey, hey, environmentalist, you. Oh, my God. So, uh, are you a, are you a tree hugger? <laughs> yeah, because you're about to get some wood. <laughs> Like bamboo sheets on your bed. I want to cover you with sustainable oh love. All right. We can't, we can't just out ourselves. I should call you carbon because you're causing... A, oh no, no, I've already said that. Yeah. <laughs> Are you an endangered redwood tree? Because you're tall, strong, and I want to hug you. Mm-hmm. All right. We've done these. We got to... We got to... a mountain high enough to keep me away from you. Are your, all, all your appliances energy efficient? Because when I saw you, the room became more environmentally friendly. <laughs> That just doesn't work. <laughs> Forget greenhouse gases. You may be the source of global warming. I don't Baby, like that. I like my energy clean and my bedroom dirty. So let's just transition to the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next week we'll be talking about something that we will let you know about next week. It's probably going to be the episode that we never posted. Oh, yeah. Fashion. So we'll do fashion next week. And then after that, we will figure it out. Yes. <laughs> and it will be up to interpretation. Yeah. And it's not live. <laughs> no, it's not live from New York. <laughs> it's turn alert. Skirt, skirt. <laughs>
sun is a huge atom-crushing machine. The heat and light from the sun are caused by the nuclear reaction between hydrogen, carbon, nitrogen, and helium. The sun is a massive incandescent gas of gigantic nuclear furnace, where hydrogen is built into helium at a temperature of millions of degrees. Leave some blue up above us. 
Let's leave some green on the ground It's on the earth to borrow Let's save some part tomorrow Leave it and pass it on
After the foxes have known our taste After the raven has had his say I'd be home with you 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 You've got my devotion 